Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky, and it's game week, and I'm glad that you guys are with me today. A couple of things. Lane Kiffin had his press conference yesterday and is still playing coy with the quarterback position. And it's starting to cause people to kind of doubt themselves or second-guess themselves about what they think and feel or what they think they know about the quarterback position, and justifiably so. I think it may have been the last time I talked to you guys. I know I've brought it up with you guys before that it feels so weird to so confidently say that it's Jackson Dart's team, Jackson Dart's team, Jackson Dart's team over and over and over again. Because everything is pointing to that being the case, except for the words of the head coach who makes the decision, who knows more than everybody else. Uh, So it feels kind of goofy to to question that. However, um, I think that we can point directly to an example uh, last year and in years past uh, under Lane Kiffin to tell you that what happened yesterday is not only nothing new, but you shouldn't have expected anything different because it's just kind of how... Lane Kiffin operates. And also there's some recruiting news. Uh, Ole Miss is on a bit of a heater uh, right now, if we're being totally honest, on the recruiting trail. And uh, a handful of recent commitments. We'll tell you about them and who they are on this edition of the Rebel Report. Please subscribe if you have not already to this very podcast, the Rebel Report, uh, on your favorite podcast app. So all you have to do is pull out your phone, search Rebel Report, subscribe, and leave a rating and a review. And also follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. By the way, the weather outlook, not bad uh, this weekend, comparatively speaking anyway. If you uh, have lived uh, in central Mississippi like me, these last, what, four, five weeks or so have been absolute hell. I mean, up over 100 every day, no precipitation at all. I mean, my yard, when I walk on it, is crunchy. Uh, you you could hear the footsteps on my yard. I mean, everything's dying, and it's just been brutal and hot and miserable. And the forecast for Oxford this weekend, not so much. It's actually, uh, it looks like, knock on wood, you're going to get a really nice break. It's still going to be hot. I mean, 88 degrees in uh, apparently nothing but sun, like not a cloud in the sky kind of sun, is still hot. You still got to, you know, you got to dress for it and make sure you drink lots of water and, you know, mix in a water at the tailgate. And uh, apparently they're going to have those little water jugs again uh, in the stadium. Uh, I guess they've always had those, or at least recently. Uh, so, you know, hydrate and all that stuff. You're still going to have to keep warm. But 88 as the high is a hell of a lot better than 98 as the high. So a nice little break there in the weather uh, for kickoff on Saturday. Should be a really nice day in Oxford to watch a really not nice football game. So there you go. It should be a little bit better. Uh, and and I hope attendance does reflect that. Now, if you don't go to the Mercer game, I don't blame you. But 
should be a nice day uh, to go watch your team win a football game comfortably. But Lane Kiffin yesterday, in his press conference, and it's on YouTube if you want to watch the thing in its entirety, but Lane Kiffin yesterday, we'll get to the quarterbacks in a second, A lot of people are making this observation now. This isn't unique to me, but I'm seeing the same thing that everybody else is. This is Lane Kiffin's fourth year at Ole Miss, his fourth team at Ole Miss. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, he has spoken very highly of individual players like this in the past. Uh, I mean, he really, really liked Matt Corral, for example. Loved Matt Corral. But I have never heard him speak so positively about a team. Again, there's only four of them, and the confidence is palpable. Now, what does it mean? I don't know. Trying to read too much into coaches and what they say sometimes can be a fool's errand, but usually Lane Kiffin is pretty uh, <laughs> pessimistic, may not be the right phrase, but he's certainly not openly complimentary unless it is absolutely deserved. He is not one of those coaches where when he gets asked about a player, uh, oh yeah, man, he's doing great things. He's working hard. He's he's improving every day and he's doing really, really well. If it's not the truth, like he, he, he doesn't embellish very often. And man, listening to him yesterday, he really likes his football team. He, he clearly very much likes Pete Golding. He very much likes what Pete Golding has done to that defense uh, in such a short time. Uh, he likes the personnel. He likes the chemistry. And he repeatedly points out that, you know, it's easy to have good chemistry when things are good. But uh, he was curious about what things are going to look like once any kind of adversity hits. And that's fair. But remember, this time last year, it was he was so concerned about team chemistry. And he's the exact opposite this year. It's interesting, if nothing else. Again, adversity is going to come for this team earlier uh, than uh, than it did a year ago with Alabama, LSU, and Arkansas on the early schedule. And so, you know, I'm, I don't expect them to win all three of those games. A-, a loss will come in the early season, I think. And we'll find out really how good the mental makeup of this team is then. However, hearing him speak so positively is not nothing. And he did it yet again on Monday. Does it mean anything? No. Until the ball is kicked off and the team plays, it's hard to know. But does it mean nothing? I think also no. I, I would, um, and this is going to sound hypocritical, but but I would read in a little bit into what he's saying. I would not read into what he's saying about the quarterback position. Make that make sense. I'm going to try to, uh, to, to make this make sense. But he was asked about quarterbacks yesterday. And he said that they have not made a decision yet. I have reason to believe that that is inaccurate. And by reason to believe, you don't have to have a single inside source. Um, They know what they're going to do on Saturday. They know what they're going to do next Saturday. And the next one, they know who the quarterback of the football team is. They know. It's. I don't mean to call anybody a liar, but he's lying. It's. uh, They have made a final decision on the starting quarterback. So when he says they haven't, they're excited about all of them, and they trust both of them and all that stuff. He's lying. They know what they're going to do. They, they know who they're going to play, and they know how much he's going to play, and they know who the guys. Of course they do. So the question is, why is he doing this? That's what people want to know. Why, then, if it's so obvious to everybody, are they doing this? Uh, let's flash back to last year. 
Lane Kiffin never once, I was reminded of this yesterday, Lane Kiffin never once named Jackson Dart a starting quarterback. Do you, do you Think about it. Flashback and remember. So there was the competition. Dart started. Altmyer started. Dart started at Georgia Tech, played the whole game, and, and took the job over from there. They never adjusted the depth chart, and Lane Kiffin never once was like, yes, he won the job. Like, that never happened. Uh, even when it was obvious, that was still never a thing that they actually... Uh, adjusted. They tried their hardest. Now, everybody locally knew that Matt Corral was better at quarterback than John Rice Plumley, but they were able to fool the national media. Uh, I mean, hell, we had uh, Cole Kublik on a radio show who I really like and respect, and, and he's, he, and I know Ole Miss fans don't like him after the Arkansas game, and I, trust me, I understand, and, and I thought that broadcast uh, was deeply unprofessional. I thought Jordan Rogers was worse than Kublik. If you go back and, and watch it, I, I think that Anyway, it doesn't matter. His football knowledge, I think, is high class in college football. As an analyst of the game, he's very, very good, despite what you may feel about how that Arkansas game went and the conversations uh, around that. But even he came on our show and was like, you know, Plumlee's going to make this offense go. And I think Richard finally was like, hey, man, it's not going to be him. So nationally, this illusion of the quarterback competition fooled people. But this is how Lane Kiffin operates. Now, you can agree or disagree with his approach in this, and and I think you're valid on either side. I mean, it's Mercer. They're playing Mercer. And and so playing coy with the quarterback position ahead of the Mercer game, it it feels kind of goofy, especially when uh, apparently, you know, Dart's been informed that, that he's the guy just publicly He's doing this, and you know, if they were playing like Ohio State or somebody, I would I would get it a little bit more. But it, it's Mercer, and and playing Coy is not going to give you an edge because you don't need an edge uh, against a team like this. But and so I, and also I I think that if Jackson Dart has earned it, if it is true that he has taken that step forward and and he's a leader of this team, I do think being named quarterback publicly is is kind of an honor. That, that I think should be bestowed upon uh, the quarterback of the team. I think being named QB1 is a valuable thing. It's an important thing. Uh, but it's not a big deal because everybody everybody on that team knows the score. Every, everybody on that team knows who their guy is. I mean, listen to the players talk about the quarterbacks. They all know who their guy is. Uh, the, the, every single one of them speaks about Dart like he's their guy because he's their guy. And so it's really not that big of a deal. Uh, on the flip side, this is Lane Kiffin. And clearly, it works for Lane Kiffin. His his track record on quarterbacks, and more on that in a little bit, is exceptional. And so, questioning Lane Kiffin's management of the quarterback position is kind of goofy, isn't it? You know, I could sit here in my position and, oh, well, this doesn't make sense, and he needs to publicly name Jackson Dart. Well, if, if Dart knows the deal, if the team knows the deal, and he's got a history of high-level quarterback play and it working out, who the hell am I to, to question it? You know what I mean? When things go wrong, my questions are valid, but nothing's gone wrong yet. Uh, I mean, quarterback play at Ole Miss, even last year, considering Dart's newness and his age, has been good. Like he, Questioning his his madness, or the method to his madness, is, uh, is kind of stupid. So, you're not supposed to straddle fences in this business, but I'm kind of straddling the fence. I see how people are kind of annoyed by it. I saw the Jackson Dart tweet with the yawning emoji. I'm not going to try to read into emojis. I do think that that was kind of funny, uh, the timing of it. And I think that 
Um, again, everybody knows the score there and, and knows the deal, and so that's probably more about um, that than anything else. But it, it works. It clearly, clearly works for for Lane Kiffin. He get he has gotten great quarterback play at Ole Miss, and and so why would I question the method? I am curious to see how this gets handled because if everybody is right and Jackson Dart is the guy and he plays well, how are you keeping Spencer Sanders happy? And and, and what is that dynamic like? That is an interesting storyline to, to keep an eye on as the season uh, progresses and, and how they use him. But him playing coy the quarterback shouldn't surprise you because that's what he's done uh, at Ole Miss. Again, last year, never actually named Jackson, Star- Jackson Dart QB1, even though everybody knew, especially after the Georgia Tech game, that uh, that it was his job. So there's that. Uh, other things of note yesterday from the press conference, Chris Graves, uh, apparently, according to Lane, has been cleared, which surprises me because the NCAA isn't clearing anybody. So that's a positive development. However, um, Lane kind of called him, uh, essentially said he was really far behind and has got to play catch up. So, uh, you know, he may play early because of the nature of the games, but expecting him to be an impact player right away is uh, is a bit of a fool's errand, at least according to the head coach. Zachary Franklin, not ready yet, but they do expect him um, to, to practice and, and come back soon. Uh, the wide receiver transfer from UTSA, he's a, uh, a, a good college football player and has that on film, but um, that injury and the lateness of the procedure is going to set his season back a little bit. But again, Lane expected him to uh, be back practicing and on the field with them soon. Uh, the timetable does fit. This still adds up. But anyway, other than that, very positive, very optimistic Lane, which is uh, unusual. Very unusual. The podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That is the website. If you're in the market for office technology and your business is located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, check them out online, absms.com. Tell them I sent you to get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. Office technology in Mississippi, absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They've got 16 locations scattered across the state of Mississippi, so there's likely one in your backyard. There's one in my backyard, and uh, I go to the bank rather frequently. But even after the first couple of times, everybody in there recognized me, knew who I was. It's a friendly place. And uh, sometimes banking and and managing money, especially with what I was having to do, uh, can be stressful, but they eased my stress with with knowledge. And uh, they were right to the point and, and friendly and just a really good banking experience at Priority One Bank. They make you their priority. All right, recruiting. Ole Miss is on a bit of a recruiting heater right now. As you guys know, uh, they secured a five-star recently in Cam Franklin, uh, the defensive lineman. That was a big, big pickup. Didn't mention Dylan Hip either, the tight end from Arizona. That was, uh, oh gosh, that was three weeks ago now when they got his commitment. But uh, he's a three-star, but he was highly coveted by, uh, by Ole Miss. They wanted him badly, and they got him. So they get Dylan Hip, they get Franklin, and now two more four-stars are in the boat for Ole Miss. Noriel White. Uh, the wide receiver from uh, he's from Ocean Springs, uh, but he does not play at uh, at Ocean Springs High School. I actually saw them play last Friday night. Uh, he was not on the field because he's at St. Martin, uh, but uh, he was an Arkansas commit. 
and actually did something I, I really, really like. And and so he was an Arkansas commit, and then on his Instagram Live, uh, I didn't watch it. I don't have Instagram, but the video was posted online. He pulled an Ole Miss hat out of an Arkansas backpack and kind of like did a little trolling of Arkansas and put the Ole Miss hat on. He actually took to social media to apologize uh, about that, and I saw a lot of Ole Miss people say, no, you have nothing to apologize for. That was awesome. Like, I actually really liked that uh, from him. I, I think that, I mean, you guys know me. I'm, I'm kind of cynical about recruiting anyway. I think all of the, the tricks and all that stuff is, uh, I think it's um, I think it's a bit ridiculous. And uh, Arkansas, I assume, because that's how recruiting goes, had a bunch of people that put a lot of time into effort uh, and effort into recruiting him and, and built relationships with he and his family and, and stuff. And a lot of people were involved in that. And the same thing with Ole Miss and, and every school uh, that recruits every player. And uh, for him to, to to troll them and then turn around and apologize for that, I thought was was a class move. So he, if he did that, uh, say, on his own or, or somebody close to him said, hey, man, you know, maybe you should apologize uh, I actually really like that move. I think that's a the high class move. You know, he's a young kid. Young kids do things like that sometimes, and the whole recruiting thing can kind of get out of control. And I actually really respected that move uh, from him. I, I liked that. So, uh, for for whatever it's worth to you, and it may be worth nothing, uh, I did like that uh, either he himself or somebody close to him uh, had him do that because, um, again, relationships are built. People work really hard on recruiting kids, and when you don't get them, trolling them on your way out the doors, to me, is not the best decision. So seeing that, I thought, was uh, was actually pretty cool. Doesn't matter. Good player, good pickup for Ole Miss, uh, highly coveted kid, really, really, really good athlete, and uh, and they get him. It was long rumored that he was uh, going to um, end up at Ole Miss, uh, whether via flip or decommitment and then commitment to Ole Miss, and uh, a really good pickup. Uh, Lane Kiffin in the offensive staff had enough of Pete Golding getting all the, the headlines and the accolades because they get a wide receiver. And then a quarterback, Trevor Jackson, a four-star from Orlando, Florida, uh, has committed to Ole Miss. Next year's quarterback room, this one's good. Next year's is going to feature uh, a former five-star in Walker Howard, another former four-star, and then a incoming four-star in next year's quarterback room. Um uh, Lane Kiffin has a track record. And so I saw some people say, not Ole Miss people, but just like, how is Lane able to do this? L- look at his track record. That's how he's able to do it. Uh, I mean, I-, I know it's unique in that Ole Miss has been able to stockpile quarterbacks, uh, talented ones, in the way they have. But, I mean, when you when you think about it, if you're a quarterback and Lane Kiffin's recruiting you, regardless of where you're from, or who else is recruiting you, you listen. Because it's not just Ole Miss. I mean, it's his time at Alabama. I mean, he even elevated quarterback play in his one year at Tennessee. And, I mean, he, he has a track record of of developing and getting high-level quarterback play. And so, regardless of, of who it is or who leaves or who returns, you can expect Ole Miss to have quality quarterback play in a quality quarterback room. And here's another example. Going into Florida... And getting a, a four-star quarterback like this, it's a good athlete as well. They, I mean, he's a pro-style guy. Don't confuse good athlete for um, like a runner. No, he's a he throws the football. That's that's what he's going to do, and that's what he's going to do in this offense. But just lining up quarterback 
for a, like high level quarterbacks the way that that Ole Miss has been able to do that or been able to do under Lane Kiffin is um, is impressive, although not surprising, uh, considering his track record and all that. So a bit of a, a recruiting heater for Ole Miss right now. I say a bit of one. It's just a recruiting heater uh, right now for Ole Miss. Clearly emphasizing high school a little bit more uh, than they have in the past. Uh, they're up to number 17 uh, in, in the recruiting rankings. That includes uh, a guy that has yet to be ranked. And so uh, the class will get even better uh, after that. Few more, uh, few more to come, of course. They're not done. Uh, 22 kids, though, in this signing class. Still not done. And uh, really good so far as the season begins on the recruiting trail. A lot of positive momentum for Ole Miss right now. And uh, the way to keep that going is to win a bunch of football games. We'll see if they can do it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, as you always do. And I'll see you on the next one. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.